0: It's 8.45. Is probably going to be the biggest story of today and the week. Video of Babes Watumo going live on Instagram um, as Mampincha uh, pretty much beats it up. Mm-hmm. He, he beats it up. Mm-hmm. Beats it up. And... There have been a lot of questions. What happens if she doesn't press charges? Mm-hmm. What's the responsibility of the state when mm. it comes to menaces to society? Mm. Uh, if Somizi soci- uh, if, if is known as that guy mm. who beats people up, mm. but nobody presses charges, does the state have a responsibility to make sure that Somizi never does it again? Mm.
1: Especially now that there's video evidence. Mm.
0: Exactly. We're going to be chatting to advocate uh, Johanna Mabote. She's a specialist in domestic violence uh, on the babes issue straight after this. Probably majority of us waking up to the story Sarah Babes and Mambinja. And the fact that someone has to go live to show what they're going through says a lot... Possibly about the tether at which end she's Mm -hmm, at. Mm -hmm, Yep. Or that help. Mm -hmm. But how much help can there be, for instance, if charges are not pressed, many would argue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's always that argument, people press charges, people drop charges, Mm -hmm. and then someone walks scot-free. Does the system, does Big Brother not have a responsibility Mm. to keep Mm -hmm. all of us safe? Yes. Mm -hmm. Someone on Twitter says could we please play the audio.
1: Mm-mm. Okay.
0: No. Some no, people
1: might not have heard it guys because yeah, play, we played play it at 5 it in the morning. For me that I, because I've heard it now. Yeah. It it, it it's m- triggering. Yeah. But it's fine, let's do it. Let's not be selfish. It's, it's
0: disturbing. Uh we advise that if you are sensitive uh that please switch off even just for 40 seconds. Uh, it is disturbing um, and it's unedited deliberately so you understand exactly what's happening. So um, apologies in advance. Um, if you're switching off, we'll be done in literally 42 seconds.
1: Welcome. I'm going you dying? I'm
0: not going to be able do do this. <laughs> do We're often told that the truth lies between he said, she said, mm. and somewhere in in, in, in the middle. Mm. But there's video evidence. Not mm. Absolutely. What next? It's indisputable. Not thing. here. There's no in
1: between. There's no he says, she says. Yeah.
0: You know what makes me sad mm. is the fact that this train arrives on time all the time. But what did she do? No guy would just beat up a girl unless she deserved oh. it. And those are popping up
1: already. That right? train are we? Are we? is never late. Can you use the word S
0: S C R E U or well, screw? Uh, yeah. What about it? To to everyone that's saying that screw. Please welcome Advocate Johanna Mabote, specialist in domestic violence, uh, to enlighten us. Good morning, Advocate Mabote. Thank you for your time.
1: Good morning, sir thank you for inviting
0: me please don't call me sir i I should be calling you Ah. (laughs) ma'am
1: okay advocate how do you prefer me to address you dj fresh
0: even here we're not fresh Fresh.
1: okay thank you dj fresh
0: thank you ma (laughs) a lot of people have been lamenting how there's a domestic violence issue, I beat up Somizi, Somizi presses charges, Somizi drops charges, and life almost goes on. Mm -hmm. Mm. How is it that that happens, Advocate?
1: Uh, There are a lot of underlying factors in in that respect. Uh, Most of the time, what happens is that people that are in a domestic relationship have got a lot of things that are surrounding you, like the dependency issue, like the influence, the societal influence. And uh, you'd find that on whatever day this person would lay a charge. And then after that, uh, because of the influence maybe from the family or from the friends or from the abuser, uh, you end up like being forced. To withdraw charges. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that when you lay a criminal charge specifically, you cannot withdraw that charge without the consent or the approval or the direction from the senior public prosecutor or somebody that has been authorized by the senior public prosecutor to take that decision. Meaning that we are aware as the prosecution services that uh, most of the time, you'd find that I do not take a decision to withdraw because I want to withdraw, because I've forgiven Sonizi, or because uh, I, I've had a discussion with Sonizi and he settled the matter. Mm. You'd find that I have an influence that presses me, that influences that decision, and that is a negative influence to that event. Mm.
0: Question Why is it up to someone to press charges for the state to take action, especially in a situation like this where there's video evidence. We don't hit people.
1: Um, when there is a video like that, yes. we always as well depend on the victim self. Because remember, whatever evidence that is going to be led, we're not saying what happened there was right. Mm-hmm, yeah. What what, what uh, when when the person uh, abuses or when the person assaults, he he can he's justified to do that. But it is always better to hear the other side to say. I carry in in the criminal justice system. We say we are we are we are applying that. Then we call it the Audi alteram partem rule, whereby both parties must be heard. You know. So now in this instance. If the other parties unable to come to party in terms of like giving evidence, it's a bit of a challenge to to take a decision because remember, one can come the, with only having the the the, the suspect or mm-hmm. the accused differentally that way, and then he might come up with whatever evidence that I was defending myself or whatever the case could be. And we would not even understand what what to do. To, to. In fact, we'd only like have to look into the extent of the defence. But it is always vital that we have the side of the complainant to 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 beef up our case. Can and then in, in, in
0: can a complainant or a victim or a survivor can they be subpoenaed to give evidence against the perpetrator?
1: Mm. Very much so. What, what happens, let me let me uh, give you this scenario. Mm. In the in domestic violence uh, processes, we have the civil part, we have the criminal part. Mm. In the civil part, that is where uh, the victim, or the, 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 yeah, the victim, let me put it that way, would be applying for a protection order against Somisi. Mm. Yeah? And that application can be done by a third party. But then the third party would need a consent from the victim. Mm -hmm. Say maybe for an example that the victim maybe is put in a situation whereby she cannot be in a position to approach the court to make that application. But at a later stage, she can be in a position to come. But the third party can apply. Mm. It's only in the criminal processes whereby... We are a bit like uh, having a challenge because when you lay a a complaint as a third party, when the person is alive, when the person is in a position to talk, when the person, at the end of the day as well, we're going to need that person to come and testify. But then it holds more water if the person can come and apply. But in the civil in the civil processes, uh, the the third party can apply, and most of the time, where we find that um, the, the the victims of domestic violence, because of like uh, uh, social context issues they are unable to go and and, and uh, apply for protection order. Mm. We advise that maybe whoever third party that has got material interest of the victim at heart can include the social workers who would be in a position to take that uh, victim through the processes to make sure that she understands because sometimes it happens that you find that the victim would feel that ah, you know Maybe I said something to Somizi, uh, that is why he assaulted me. Maybe I did this, maybe I provoked him, maybe, you know, they shift in the blame, they mm-hmm. take the blame. Mm-hmm. They, 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 like, you know, at the end of the day, depending on the relationship, defend or they're becoming a bit defensive uh, in favor of the perpetrator. So the social workers are there to deal with their psychosocial issues, to make sure that they understand they are not to blame. Uh, you know, even if uh, the case uh, can be uh, proceeded with, there would be this protection that might might be uh, uh, allocated for her. They There would not be a need for... Because sometimes you'd find that I'm depending on him. He's the only sole provider. I don't. I'm not working. So... Did the Social workers would be in a position to, to take this person through those processes, to make mm-hmm. her understand that, you know what, the law protect you, mm-hmm. and then at the same time, in our government, we have different uh, service providers that would be at your service to make sure that you're covered, but nothing stops a third party to apply for the protection order on her behalf. And then the statements would be obtained from her. The unfortunate thing is that in the criminal processes is that at the end of the day she will have to come and stand in the in the in the in the dock to give uh, evidence. Unless as well, if the social workers can also do uh, a, a probation report of some a report of some sort that would be taken to court to uh, to to make sure that they 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 they, they afford her the opportunity to not be prosecuted in fact to give evidence in the same room with the perpetrator mm. depending on the seriousness of the the abuse mm. and depending as well on the evidence or the information that uh, the victim would give to to to, to the relevant uh officials that would be doing the interview today. if you are not in a position to maybe like face him you are not in a position to talk in the same room because sometimes the gestures we you know uh, the partners like they have different gestures. When when the face turns this way, when the face frowns, when the yes. face when he lifts up his eyebrows, you know that you you know what that means, mm. and that might intimidate you in a way. Mm. You mm. Know? but the protection, the other protection that is available for the victims, that uh, maybe most of the time is like the the, the presiding officer has got that uh, latitude to say to the suspect or the accused or the respondent to say that he should not ask questions directly to the victim because they are not doing good to him. Mm. You know? So the questions should be directed to the magistrate and we know for a fact that when you ask the magistrate a question you would not like use those uh, facial expressions and that tone and everything. Then the magistrate would try by all means to direct that question to the, pep- to, to, the to the witness in a very uh, calm and
0: user friendly way advocate we are out of time thank you so much for enlightening us hopefully we're more enlightened than we are in the dark advocate johanna mabote specialist in domestic violence on metro fm i think we should go home
1: so in a nutshell she has to still has to basically charge Uh, even if it's not initially at some point she will have to lay a charge (laughs) Hmm.
0: Like I said, hopefully there's more light than confusion. We're out of here, man. Um, leaving you with the thought for today. Gents, we put so much effort into a fake conference. Maybe it's time we had a conference conference. Mm. And put even just half the effort into a conference conference. Amen. And maybe as Majita, we'll get somewhere. Because until we uh, stop defending each other, mm-hmm. stop defending ourselves, even if the shoe doesn't fit, you want to wear it. Absolutely, we're gonna get nowhere. Yeah. We're gonna get no. We're gonna keep going on in circles. We're gonna keep having these same discussions. Someone will have to die before we have another discussion for a day. And then on Valentine's, we're gonna have another fake conference mm-hmm. when we need a conference conference.